Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is uh, Wednesday evening at, at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Which means it is, uh, it's time for one of our shows. So I've been pretty busy all day, so I haven't exactly planned anything out to talk about. So I'm going to unmute Mana Civics, see what he has to say. What's up, Mana Civics? How you doing, JC? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Quite well. <laughs> yeah. How are things going up there, y'all? Y'all got uh, got some freedom yet? <laughs> nope. <laughs> no freedom. Nope. I'm married. There is no freedom. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Just liberty. Just a little bit of liberty. <laughs> You know, there's a big difference between freedom and liberty. Almost definitely. <laughs> well, so speaking of liberty, you know where liberty comes from, right? Uh, Navy ships give, granting somebody liberty to go do something. Oh well, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, that's what it morphed into. But liberty originally comes from the Roman god Libertas. So, and uh, <clears throat> you know, way back in the day. And I didn't know this until actually just within the past 24 hours doing some research. But, like, you know how monks shave that, like, little small circular area in the back of their head? Yes. Okay, so apparently uh, way back in Rome and and liberty that comes from, from Libertas because uh, – you know, when they would have a call to arms or a call to go to war, then they would call on the slaves to get their liberty cap. So if they started, you know, if they fought for their freedom, they could get some liberty and they would shave their head and that's where they would put the cap on. And and strangely enough, when I was doing all of this research, you know, um, you know, Jewish people on their uh, kippah, like the, the little kippah hat they wear. Oh, it's known as the yarmulke. Is it a yarmulke? That was a yarmulke. Yeah. The, little, the little circular cap that, that identifies God when he looks down. He sees him as one of his people. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when I was doing research, it was K-I-P-P-A-H is what I got, Kippa. So, but they started wearing those things about the second century AD. So I'm wondering if, and, and that's about the time when monks started doing the, uh, you know, shaving, shaving the back of their heads. And I'm wondering if, um, if that wasn't to, to basically state or to show like you weren't owned by a government, you know, you weren't owned by, by Rome or another city state.
that you were a child of God. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so it's a – looked it up. Yeah, it's known as a kippa, which is a, another ver- word for it, but it's pronounced – it's yomulka, which is, sounds a lot like yamaka, which is what it morphed into. So both are correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I didn't know, which is kind of strange for me because, you know <laughs> – <laughs> I, I do a lot of religious studies in my own free time. Oh, can't know everything. It's the point of actually doing the research and studying. <laughs> uh, right? No matter how much you think you know, you can always learn more. Oh, yeah. Ugh. So the Christians call it a tonsure, like T-O-N-S-U-R-E. And in 1972, a pope uh, made a papal bull to where uh, monks, Christian monks, didn't have to do that anymore. So Christian monks today don't have to shave the back of their head. Hmm. That's interesting. I always see the old movies or the old uh, history things, and they're all wearing that. And I never knew what it was called. I always just thought it was a hat. (laughs) Right? Have have you ever seen uh, Pillars of the Earth? I have not. The Stars production? Oh, it is a Stars production of the book. And I think they produced it around 2010 or something. Anyways, all of the uh, monks in the monastery, they have those little caps. That's what I always think of. (laughs) <laughs> but Pillars of the Earth was a was a really really good series, and you know it, it has some really good examples of common law. So, for instance, when the bishop is is writing out an arrest warrant, he's doing it in his own hand and swearing to it himself, and then giving it to the sheriff to go uh, to go issue. <laughs> I gotta look that up. I gotta actually watch that. I probably could find it somewhere. Um. Yeah, I got the. Uh, I got the Blu-ray. <laughs> 4K edition. Do what? 4K edition. Uh, no, no, it's the 1080p edition because I bought it back probably in 2011. So. Anyways, hey, look, there's Shaman. Hey, Shaman. Hey, what's up? Oh, nothing much. I had to unmute Man of Civics because you weren't here to talk to. <laughs> I was like, I'm <laughs> all alone. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. You had to talk to Man of Civics. <laughs> it was brutal. God help you. <laughs> What, you're saying there's only three of us on here? Uh, no, there's a bunch of people on here. Hey, look, JD wishes to be <laughs> unmuted. Hey, JD. Yay, thanks for uh, granting my wish. Uh, well, uh, your <laughs> wish is my command. I mean, <laughs> to a certain extent. <laughs> <laughs> take it easy, take it easy. <laughs> All right, don't go abusing it. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man of civics? What's up, Sean? What's up? Not much. Yeah. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing all right. 
staying busy. So what did you think of uh, Minnesota? I was with the mayor uh, firing all the uh, those police and ordering the uh, the charging of the guy who actually killed him. Is that what you're referring to? I was talking about the incident. I was so pissed watching that dude. I'm telling you, if I'd been on scene I, as a cop, I would have knocked that guy off that dude. Yeah, I'm wondering why. I guess other people were scared to to do anything about it because the guy was a cop. But I just I I haven't even watched it because I know I'm going to get pissed. Well, I'm just really frustrated that all of the news, all of the news places that are reporting it. It's like white white cop put, puts his knee on on a black man, yeah. black man dies, and it's like why does it have to be a white cop and a black man? Why can't it just be a cop knee, man dies? Yeah, it's interesting. I I've been noticing all the other stories that you know the the bird watcher story, and it just seems like the the news is cr trying to crank up that that race thing. So I was, uh, what I was what I was saying was he had uh, the one cop on his neck, but what, if you look at the other side of the video, there was another picture. There's actually two other cops, one on his legs and one's on, one on the knee on the back. Now, he had his knee directly in the brachial plexus area, directly on that nerve and that artery that goes up. And uh, if you watch that guy's eyes, and you watch his facial expressions in the video, you can literally see him getting off on hurting this man. Um, he was enjoying it. And the more he begged him to stop, I saw him grinding his knee in. And that, I'm telling you right now, if the courts don't take care of that, his family should go choke the living shit out of him until his eyes bulge out of his head. And yeah, I said it. Eye for an eye. That that is one of the most disgusting displays of abuse of power. I I can't. I mean, just the humanity in it. Just the the fact that somebody is that cold and calloused. That's a sociopath. And that that that, that was a horrible, horrible freaking video. And and yes, I understand the guy. What I understand committed fraud. And I also understand the resisting aspect. But he could have had him in an arm bar with his knee in his back and wouldn't even have to hold his arm or anything. The guy would have been unable to move. And I guarantee you he received that training because I used that move all the time on people who were bigger than me. So that was a horrible video, man. Horrible. That was just bad. And it made decent cops look horrible. And then my other thing is, yeah, JD, why didn't anybody jump in? It's, it's, freaking disgusting that people are that big a coward they can't sit and witness somebody being murdered right in front of them and they're too cowardly to do something about it yeah yeah <clears throat> and that's exactly what that ss trooper said this is why two people could march a thousand people to a camp to die because none of them would stand up and lay their lives down for the other ones they were all too selfish Which, you know, nobody wants to die, to be fair. Yeah, but I'd rather die on my feet than live on my knees. Yeah. I mean, if I can tell you if I saw a cop doing that, 
dude, his ass is coming off that guy. I'll take the charge. All right, we got 407 with their hand off. Let's see what 407 has to say. 407, you're muted. Hey, guys, what's up? This is BJ. Um, oh, God. I just wanted to interject <laughs> that. Sorry, Ma. That I saw. Um, well, I didn't, I didn't hear what was going on. We were talking over each other, so I stopped. Um, anyhow, I saw um, a couple of the videos of the aftermath of that and with a more in-depth report, uh, once they started protesting, there was several videos posted of the protesting, but it also alluded back to the original story. Apparently, there were people in the crowd yelling for the cops to stop, to stop, you're killing him, stop. And a couple of people did start towards them, and the one cop threatened to tear gas them or pepper spray them or whatever the hell they carry if if they did. And they were just plain scared because they knew that could they could be the next person on that ground. I mean, it's real easy for every one of us to sit here and say, God, I would have done this because I think I would have too. But would I? I don't know. He's sitting there with the damn gun, and you can see he don't give a crap about life. Well, I can tell you this. Having been a former police officer and a civilian now who's always armed, I would have had that dude's head ripped off the top of his body before they shot me. But either way, he would have been off that guy's neck. That knee would have come off that neck. I guarantee that. But but you're trained to know how to do those type of things too. You got to remember these are just ordinary jerks on the street like us. I mean, you know, we. No, it just takes. I mean, it doesn't I'm not take training. Condoning. That takes balls. It takes balls. Yeah, it doesn't take training. I'm not at all condoning the fact that they didn't help, but just might be trying to get get you to understand that they made a half-hearted attempt and they were threatened and i don't know yeah i watched the video they still should have said ah threats that's wonderful let's see how you do in your heads laying over there under that tire yeah a whole bunch you know, of those people though those cops would have broke really quickly i promise you yeah if the kid if the people had stuck together in numbers i mean you get 10 people jumping the three cops and it would at there least find a guy enough time to get up off the ground or get his neck or his knee out of his neck. But uh-huh. I guess they didn't think about uniting well, with stand, you know. They didn't care. They only, I mean, I'm sure they cared some, but they should have done something. The other thing is, is like, let's not forget, the guy committed forgery. I'm pretty sure he probably, I mean, we don't know because the video picks up where it's at. But, you know, he probably was resisting some. He was a pretty big fella. But the the point is, there's a point where your use of force continuum that you have to back down when you when somebody. The only reason that guy was moving his shoulder blades was because he was trying to breathe. And when the guy told him to quit moving, you watch the video, you see his shoulder blade moved. He's like, "Okay, man, I just need to breathe." And he dug it in deeper. That's a sadistic bastard who deserves oh, to yeah. not breathe anymore. In, in my that's, opinion, that's 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 a fact. Hey, all I'm saying is quickly. Uh, is there's a reason 
Why well, you don't hear about that stuff happening in the South? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Know, there, there's a reason why that stuff just happens up north, and it doesn't it doesn't have everything to do with our southern hospitality. It also has a lot to do with the fact that a lot of people down south carry guns. And well, thanks to Hollywood, we have a reputation. Way. Sorry about that. That's all right. I'm just saying a lot of the cops, like in our area, I mean, you've got cops like the Stadies up in Virginia. They're, they're mostly a bunch of pricks. <clears throat> I mean, they're just horrible. But you come here, these, they haven't been messing with anybody. I mean, I think in the last three months, I might have seen four people pulled over. I mean, they're just, you can't even see them. Yeah, they're that's the way it is down here, too. Out. They're just kind of staying out of the way. I mean, I've upset, heard of people man. out west getting pulled over to ask for their papers for being essential or not. Oh, they're doing it in Virginia too. Yeah, man, Virginia's, Virginia's crazy. As soon as you, as soon as you cross into Virginia, it's like we're watching you from the air. We're watching you by radar. We're watching you from the cameras. <laughs> we are watching you. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you how bad it is. I'm only like twenty miles, twenty five miles from the state line, and about an hour and a half from where I was born. And I've got some really good friends up there, and I I wanted to go up and visit them. I'm not going. I don't know if I'll make it back. Well, my sister's trying to get out of there. I told her I don't think I'd wait until your lease is up, man. Screw the deposit. Get out now. <laughs> you know? I did read an article that he said that they're not going to enforce those policies, though. The police aren't going to enforce the mandate. Oh, no, oh, the police policies. aren't, but they've got... Um, they're going to shut their businesses down and all kinds of stuff. They've got the health department. Well, they can do that in business. I'm, I'm talking about the mandate he put on everybody else. Oh, to wear the mask? Yeah. Because they're yeah. supposed to wear it anytime they walk out of their house. Exactly. You know whose <laughs> fault it is, though? Yeah. It's their fault because he's one flipping guy. He's one Hitler. Can't they get him out of office? What do you sure. have to do to, like, start? <laughs> Make red dust. Ah. Yeah, that would work. No, I mean, not advocating well, I mean, that. But somebody eventually is going to get pissed off and do that. There, there's an election coming up at this year in every state for the governors and i have a strange sneaking suspicion that uh the blue team is going to lose horribly during this election if they have elections well if you can count on the ballots too because the dems are really pushing mail in valid <laughs> they already have one so, you get charged with with changing i forget how many ballots Anybody else see that story? No. Some clerk. Some clerk got caught messing with the ballads somehow. A couple hundred, a couple five hundred or something. Didn't see it. I wonder what the punishment for that is. Well, who knows? 
I have to look it up. Did you have anything to talk about tonight, John? Um, I don't know. I mean, I did find out. I did find something incredibly interesting. So maybe I'll just you go ahead like, and share it. Huh? Did you see that text I sent you? Uh, no. Like two days ago. Remember the night we talked? I sent you a text the next day after I read that and then cross-referenced. Are you yeah, yeah, that's all right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but this is something to, else dude, on I, the... Uh, okay, this I was is something sure, else. I dug for a long time. Yeah, this is something else on the Avalon project. So I'll go ahead and post the link in the chat. And then I'll, then I'll read it. So, because I've never seen somewhere explain a common law court quite like this. And this comes from the um, Georgia Constitution for 1777, where it's talking about, uh, about the courts. It's Article XL. I don't know what that is in, in Roman numerals. Uh, all causes of what nature soever shall be tried in the Supreme Court, except as hereafter mentioned, which court shall consist of the Chief Justice and three or more of the justices residing in the county. In case of the absence of the Chief Justice, the Senior Justice on the bench shall act as Chief Justice with the clerk of the county, attorney for the state, sheriff, coroner, constable, and the jurors. And in case of the absence of any of the aforementioned officers, the justices to appoint others in their room pro tempore. And if any plaintiff or defendant in civil causes shall be dissatisfied with the determination of the jury then, and in that case, they shall be at liberty within three days to enter an appeal from that verdict and demand a new trial by a special jury to be nominated as follows. Each party, plaintiff and defendant, shall choose six. Six more names shall be taken indifferently out of a box provided for that purpose. The whole 18 to be summonsed and their names to be put together into the box. And the first 12 that are drawn out being present shall be the special jury to try the cause and from which there shall be no appeal. That was a lot. So, so since there's no appeal, uh, that means it's a, it's a court of law, right? No, there's no appeal. Like everything is tried in the Supreme Court, which has to have a jury, but there has to be the chief justice with three other justices. So that's four judges plus the county clerk plus an attorney for the state, sheriff, coroner, and constable, all to witness the verdict of the jury. And if they do appeal to a special jury, then it goes into, and I've only seen this in um, the statute of Staples, which is a mercantile law, but it's basically the statute of Staples was for merchants. Like, so when you were from, you know, another city, another coastal region, and you were suing somebody because they did you wrong on some good you sold them, you had the right to put six of your own juror members up on the up in the jury pool. And they're talking about the same thing right here. So I mean I, I think it's incredibly interesting. I can because basically, that JC. 
Huh? Yeah, I mean, basically they had... Yeah, basically they had all of the state officials, like all of the uh, state officials for that county, for that county, witnessing the court of record, which would be, you know, the trial by jury. So, you know, and and the justices are there just to witness what the jury's doing, and making sure that everything stays in law. And the only appeal is not to judges, but. Uh, you know, as to a jury, and it even goes on, the next article says, the jury shall be judges of the law as well as of fact and shall not be allowed to bring in a special verdict, but if all or any of the jury have any doubts concerning points of law, they shall apply to the bench who shall each of them in rotation give their opinion. So basically, if the jury is like, well, we don't exactly know what the law is for these set of facts. They can apply to the justices, and that's why you have four of them sitting on the bench, and each justice is to give the jury their opinion on on whatever question they're asking. I mean, that's a that's a pretty in-depth way of describing common law. Because, I mean, if you go back to, like, where common law really originated from, it came from the hundreds courts or the court barons, where basically every third Sunday, everybody within the shire would have to go down to the courthouse. And if any man had a claim against somebody else, they would state that claim, and then nobody could leave until the jury trial was had. And the jury was basically the people of the shire. So, anyways, uh, Tara... Is, has her hand raised. So, Terry, you're unmuted. What's going on? Thank you getting to these um, old ones too. So this is from Georgia and it's still in effect, right? Uh, no, they would have abolished that constitution definitely by the time of the Civil War. Okay. All right. Then that is all going but they're not well, okay thanks i yield <laughs> all right so yeah i mean you know most of the state constitutions were abolished and altered probably within the first 25 years of the 1800s you know or the 19th century um and of course whenever they were abolished and altered they were moving more and more towards giving the government power. Because if you go and read the first constitutions that were done in 1776, they all have ways of people getting um, government officials out of office, uh, you know, and bad behavior. And they all talk about how government officials can only be in office during good behavior. Most of them talk about how uh, the constitution of the state is setting up a public trust and that the executive and legislative branches of government are trustees of that trust and they're all accountable to the people. Um, so they were all liable to sue through their constitution. Uh, 330. 330, you've been unmuted. How are we doing, guys? We're doing all right. How are you doing? Good. I'd like to touch on the fact that when 
there's a jury trial and you're part of the jury, a lot of times the judge likes to be like, oh, yeah, ignore this, this, and that. All you need to decide on is this. Yep. Is that even legal in any form of law? Uh, yeah, that's absolutely legal in, a, in an Article One court, which is mainly what they're going under, is because it's a court of administrative procedure. So they just write up the procedure that they wish to administrate, and that makes it legal because legal is just whatever people get together and put on a piece of paper and say it has some type of effect in a court or some type of authority by the state. And a lot of times without the vote of the people. Uh, well, the people voted for the representatives to represent their interests, so that's where they get their authority, because all of the constitutions, again, and this is even up until today, all of the constitutions say that the power that the government has comes from the people, and they're right. Well, once they give it you know? away, then they, they don't have it anymore once they give it away, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, in a democratic form of government, that's absolutely true, because in a democratic form of government, it doesn't matter if you give it away or not, uh, 51 beats 49, so, you know, that's just the way it is, but in a republican form of government, if you give away that authority, you can always take it back, you can always tell your representatives that they're fired, and they don't represent your interests. So, because remember, like all statutes and um, statutory law, it's all contract law. It's all being contracted into. So you can contract out of it. You don't have to accept the contract. So in the case, uh, in, the, in the little instance that the guys um, from 330, he was just mentioning that scenario that maybe somebody would be stuck in, they would, they would basically be in that position because they got themselves in that position on their own accord, right? Yeah, and I mean, you know, like uh, the fellow where I put up the audio where he's in court and he's saying he doesn't understand, and I'm going to get more into that case later, but, uh, you know, they take him to trial, drag him through the whole circus and charade. They tell him straight up that, you know, if he lets them put on their show and doesn't do anything when it comes to the end of you know, to the end of the trial and the closing arguments that he can say whatever he wishes. As soon as he starts talking, we wrote up like 10 pages so that he could explain to the jury what the real situation was. He got about two and a half pages into it and they cut him off, dismissed the jury and they took his 10 pages and uh, turned it into about three. Um, and of course they switched the court over from a court of law to a statutory court and when it eventually came down to the judgment, yeah, they said that they had a judgment against them, but they wouldn't swear to it. They wouldn't enforce it. So why did they cut them off? Because it would sound really, really bad <laughs> to, to 12 ta taxpaying citizens to hear what happened to them throughout the case. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean... Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, because he was asking them the whole time, hey, what did I do wrong? And they couldn't answer him. And they gave him an attorney that lied to him multiple, multiple times. You know, in fact, the next audio that I'm going to come out with on that case is going to be with the attorney. And the attorney that the court gave him sounds like the prosecution. It doesn't sound like 
his attorney. The attorney's sitting there trying to convince him that his private driveway is a public vehicular area. I've been there, man. They, those public defenders, they, they're like straight talking to the prosecutor themselves. They just want to stick you with it. Right? I mean, why do you even need a prosecutor when you have a public defender? He's prosecuting the case exactly. for him. <laughs> exactly. I have a hell of a recording with one of my public defenders, and it is eerie how not on my side she is. One public defender yeah, says, well, you're right. This was the court's mistake. So take Like, what? Seriously? You, you should uh, send me that audio. <laughs> I certainly will. Just tell me where to send it to. Uh, send it to JC and Shaman. So that's J-C-A-N-D-S-H-A-M-A-N at gmail.com. Okay. I should probably disclose that it is a reenactment and I did not record anybody against their will. What do you mean? It's just, I, I don't think it's legally obtained. Oh, I, I don't really... care. Is it lawfully obtained? <laughs> right. It, you uh, know, because for them to convict you of a crime, it has to be duly qualified, which means not only does it have to be illegal, it also has to be unlawful. Okay, okay, right. Well, I recorded her ass, and it, it's weird. It is weird. And even when it came down to... Um, the findings, uh, what do you call that? The findings of facts uh, the, and conclusions of law? Yeah, where the state discloses everything they have against you. Oh, yeah, uh, that's called disclosure. Yeah. Um, well, they could have tested the weed. It's not in here. And it's like, right, but that's what this is for. You know, this is exactly what should be in here. And it's interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, in a lot of cases, especially if you have a public defender or no attorney at all, they they don't care about the disclosure. They don't care about testing the marijuana. In fact, their their highest scientific test for marijuana is they take it, they look at it, they're like, it looks like marijuana, it smells like marijuana. Let me put it into a pipe. It gets you high like marijuana. I think this is pot, man. <laughs> Must be marijuana. <laughs> so but again it's like um and i'll talk about this with the attorney that i'm arguing with but uh when it comes to marijuana it's just a licensing issue because if it's legal in one state then you can't have uh, a right in one state that you can't exercise in all of the states it's um i forget which clause it is but it's the full faith and credit clause in the constitution um, so if you have a right or a privilege or an immunity in one state, then you have it in all states. So as soon as one state started legalizing cannabis, then all of the states had to, to basically accept that if somebody started exercising their right. And then it's just a licensing issue. And of course, if you follow this show, you know that a license is just permission to do something that would otherwise be illegal, but not unlawful because the government can't license something that's unlawful. You know, I mean, I know it's like a cool James Bond film, but there is no actual license to kill. <laughs> yeah. Right. Tell that to the guy in uh, Minneapolis, right? 
Yeah, well, they didn't give him a license to do it. He just did that all on his own accord. They're just protecting the asshole. There has been a guy who sold the government for his right to smoke weed. And there's a program that there's like six or seven people on that get it monthly just delivered in the mail from the government because all this was set after they were already prescribed it or whatnot. Well, I mean, even when they made marijuana illegal, like it, it wasn't necessarily completely illegal. It was just that it was taxed and you had to have a marijuana tax. But it was a catch-22 because to get the marijuana tax or a stamp, you had to have the marijuana and having the marijuana without the stamp was illegal. So what were you going to do? Go down to the government county recorder's office and be like, hey, can I license this marijuana? And then they're going to arrest you right on the spot. I mean, if you were black or, or brown, they, they probably wouldn't do that to white people back then. <laughs> oh, I have to beg the differ. Well, I mean, they would today, but no, nah, I mean, you know, like they didn't really start arresting white people for marijuana until the 60s. And even if you look at it today, it's like 40% of the people in, incarcerated for drug offenses um, you know, are people of color. It's, pr it's probably higher than that. But you know, uh, white people incarcerated for drug offenses is fairly low. As far as black people go, they were never really you know, pushing the, the Constitution and their rights and all that. And all the, all the marijuana laws are set down um, from pharmaceutical America because they can't give you pills of shit with. They can't prescribe you this. They can't prescribe you that because it helps it all. I mean, you could say that, you know, people of color weren't uh, pushing their rights, but you go and look at, like, the Black Panther Party and the Black Panther movement. Uh, they knew their rights. <laughs> they, they, they upheld them in a court of law, and they did a pretty good job because they would have, you know, 100 other people outside the courthouse with guns just watching what happened with the verdict. <laughs> J, J. Edgar Hoover couldn't put up with that too long. He had that's to start co-intel-pro. Huh? I said, that's what we need to do. And their biggest fear is that we can arms from our own army. But they keep us divided by keeping us arguing all the time. Oh, of course. That's the whole point of blue and red, you know, left wing, right wing, both wings of the same bird. All right, we have right. we have a five four zero with their hand up. Five four zero, you've been unmuted. Okay. Um. So you guys are in Virginia, right? I'm not. I'm in South Carolina. Oh, okay. I'm a pawn, South Carolina. Okay. Um, well, I guess you probably know that um, the Virginia governor just uh, made an announcement about making masks, quote unquote, mandatory in um, in any building, inside any building. Um, so I'm wondering, like, can they do anything to churches and stuff like that don't comply? Um, <clears throat> Shaman, you want to take this one? <clears throat> Why, sure. I'm over here in I'm over here in Tennessee. I'm not far from Virginia, and I was okay. actually born I was actually born there in a town called Norton. 
Um, okay. Can they do something to the churches? Sure, because the churches have placed themselves under the authority of the government. Um, they're not acting under the authority of the Creator. And I know that sounds harsh, but just think about it. If a church is a 501c3, that's a tax, which is, which is kind of funny because church actually the tax code will tell you that the church is excluded from taxes, not exempt. Um, but, you know, they said don't go to church, and nobody went. So what happened when, like up in Chicago, they had a mayor go there and start towing cars out of the parking lot and citing people. I mean, it was insane. But, yeah, I mean, technically speaking, um, they're on a very thin line with it, but the state and the federal government has control of the church. Now, you could argue, somebody could argue maybe it's unconstitutional or any of those things, but it's kind of like owning a bike. If it's your bike, you can pretty much do with it what you wish, as long as you don't hit somebody in the head with the, with the bike. So, yeah, the churches can be fined or whatever. Okay. All right, so, but so like, if there's one that didn't have the um, the tax exclusion or whatever, then they would have more of a leg to stand on, right? Oh, absolutely. And and here's something else to remember: what's the church? What I'm sorry. What was your question? What is the church? Um, the church is just the people, right? No, it's just the people, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, the, the people. Building. Well, I mean, that's what okay. I was thinking, but I wasn't sure where you're going. No, with no, it. no, no, no. You, that's, <laughs> that's great. You're right on target. So, if it's just the people, right? How can some other man tell you whether you can go to some other man or woman and pray? You see? Right. Yeah. So, why would anybody ever go to the government mm-hmm. and ask them for any kind of benefit for something so personal? So the you know you're you're right on track though, just go meet. And if they do show up, say what are you talking about? I don't well, understand what had, you're talking about. I had um, a friend who was like asking me, you know, what they could really do to the church if people were not complying with what the um, Virginia governor was saying. Um, and I said that I would you know call you guys and and see what y'all had to say about it. But um, I do know a church, uh, of course I, w- I won't even say their name, but um, they um, they never did shut down like the whole entire time during the you know lockdown. They, they were there every Sunday, every Wednesday, but they were so far out of uh, everybody's view, you know, where they're located at. <laughs> That it didn't, yeah. you know, didn't draw any attention, um, and you know they're still operating just as they always have, and I'm sure well, they I mean, won't be complying with the mask thing there either. That's my truth. Know, <laughs> well, that's and that's awesome. I mean, think about it like this: like, you know, in the first couple of weeks, JC and I treated it like it could be a real threat. I think a lot of people did. And I just think that that's prudent. You know, you don't know what's going on. You can't trust anybody who's saying things. And you sure don't know what, what you got going on. So if for no other reason, self-preservation and, and the preservation of your friends and family around you, of course you're going to kind of, you know, chill out. But when you see that the, that the narrative is not what it says and the numbers aren't matching what it says, 
Yeah. Now there's some decisions that got to be made. I mean, your governor has lost his mind. He, I mean, he is out of his mind. He and is, yeah. The thing, the thing is, He's though, one of the worst. <laughs> well, the thing is, is everybody's kind of putting up with it, though, you know? Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, people, people can so, fly. So this is hey, the time you, for the church. <laughs> this is the time for the church to stand up and say, hey, just letting you know that if there's 2.7 million people who claim to be Christians in Virginia, they should all stand up together in one voice and say, we're not, we're not going to comply. Yeah, I mean, so many Christians and even, like, the Second Amendment people and stuff that have, like, really rolled over for this, though. And that's, like, especially frustrating to see, like, fellow, you know, people who were so outspoken when the Second Amendment was under attack. <laughs> and they've, like, bit into this, like, hook, line, and sinker. Well, and oh, my God! I'm like, you guys. Let's run! I mean, in all oh honesty, God. they they kind of laid down for the gun thing too. I mean, they they did go up there and protest, but essentially, he said, "I'm going to do it anyway," and then everybody kind of went home. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, people, if you can't really go and protest somewhere and just leave it at that. Well, um, and more more than that, it's learning your actually what your rights are and where they come from, and then just exercising them. Like I can honestly say. I have been unaffected by this whole thing except for how people affected me, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense. Like, I didn't, I didn't change my behavior that much. I'm respectful of, of people who fall into a 65, you know, 55, 65 and older bracket. I'll kind of move to the side of the aisle, especially if I see somebody with a mask. I don't mind making them comfortable, but I can't go through my life living in fear, and I'm sure not going to quit working so I can feed my family so one person might live that I've never met. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, that um, may sound selfish, but my first priority is my wife and my child. Yeah, no, I don't think it's selfish. Um, I know I've had so many people throughout this whole thing, like, call me selfish, and I'm kind of like y'all, like, when this first, like, the first couple weeks of it... I was a lot more, I was taking more precautions. I wasn't wearing a mask, but I didn't take my kids to the grocery store with me and stuff just to, you know, I didn't know, we didn't know anything about it yet. So, but yeah, I mean, I've kind of seen the farce that it is. I mean, I'm not saying that there is no virus, but the numbers are, I've seen what they're doing with the numbers. They're testing, like I've been, keeping track every day of, like, the testing in Virginia, and they're testing the exact same number of people every day, the exact same number, 9,567 people. is what They're testing in Virginia every day. Like, that alone is fishy, you know. Hospitals are getting taxes breaks. They're getting huge money for every time they diagnose somebody with it. Yeah, like, Medicare is... What, it's like $13,000 just for a COVID diagnosis from Medicare? Well, hey, uh, 540, I, I got a yeah. question for you, and then we're going to move on to Tara. But um, and, and don't take this the wrong way, but you do know what the biggest, most powerful church is in the United States, right? What? It's Congress. So I put up um, Capital from Webster's 1828. 
dictionary and it says right here the temple of jupiter in rome okay that's the very first definition the second definition is the edifice which an edifice is a place of worship the edifice occupied by the congress of the united states and my next video that i'm going to come out with on news humor so if you haven't checked out news humor you should but the very next video i'm coming out with and i've already started recording it but it's going to be about how the capitol building is an edifice to the god jupiter and it'll show all of the evidence where they have jupiter plastered up on uh the ceiling it's called the apotheosis of washington and it has all of the other roman gods surrounding them and you know the other roman god statues that are inside of the capitol building and on top of the capitol building along with other places around washington dc but it'll be really really interesting so do you have um a link for all that um i'm sure somebody could post up a link for uh news humor i'm sure somebody listening i wouldn't mind doing that I'll see if I can get um, put that up, JC. Um, can I just interject one thing real quick before five four zero goes? Uh, yeah, well, I was gonna unmute Tara, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna ask five four zero. So you are you clear on on the explanation that Sean gave about the church and how because it's signed, you know, under under the five one c three that it's contracted and then since yep. it has that contract it has okay so it has to follow the rules and that also goes for businesses you know that have business licenses they could they could operate in 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 their own private affairs or the private contracts but if if they have the business license it's kind of the same thing yeah um now how y'all are only um y'all only do this show on wednesdays right yep Okay, um, yep. because I I had a like completely separate question, but if you have to move on to someone else, I mean, I can just, I'll just have to call back next week and ask about it. Well, I mean, stick around. I'm not going to mute you out. It's just uh, Tara oh, rose okay. her hand right at the same time that you rose your hand. She just, you rose your hand oh, okay. first. So. Yeah, I'll just no, sit here and wait. Yeah, you'll get to ask your next question. <laughs> okay. So, but yeah. Hello, Tara. How are you doing? Hey, good. Thanks, guys. Again, so I I don't know. I think JD and I have been talking, and a few of us that are on tonight are in the Virginians for Medical Freedom groups, and um, there was a post that went around from um, one of the leaders of the group, and I posted it into the chat. I didn't know when I did that he was going to throw it up on the screen, but I put it there. There it is, so you guys can see it and read along if you needed to, but this, she's, she's been somebody that's helped at least start me waking up to this stuff. And then JD has been, thank you, JD, helping me and then bringing me to you guys, obviously. But, um, there's stuff in here that I know is right. And there's things that I know are not quite right after listening to you guys and watching some news humor. And I'm trying, I wondered if you guys could help pull it apart for us a little bit, or if you don't want to, that's fine too. The, I guess part of it is it's like she's saying things like every man and woman in the middle who make up the body of we, the people consent. it like it is not a mandate. And we, the people is actually Congress, right? 
Well, I mean, so it, not it, really de- it really depends. Like when no. you're talking about the federal constitution, we the people is Congress assembled. Um, you know, we the people for the federal constitution is not talking about the people of South Carolina, Virginia, Georgia, North Carolina, New Jersey, New York, um, Massachusetts, Rhode Island. It wasn't talking about any of those people. It was just talking about the people of the United States, which is the electors and, um, and you know, the people who were actually in office at the time. So Congress assembled uh, you know, one, one thing that I would say about this document is, is putting things like words matters is the first thing that comes up. And one of the things that we teach and is kind of one of the founding principles is when you start writing words in all capitalization, you're speaking a slave language, okay? And in the English language, there are no all capitalized words, Okay, like there's no word in the English language that has every single letter capitalized. Um, right, so, except in legal documents that create people and stuff like that, right? Yeah, but that's not in the ling- English not language. Actually. That's something called dog right. Latin. Yes, okay. So go on. Words matter in all caps. Yeah, so, I think part so of my when, thing is if it's... Sorry, sorry, JC. If it starts with words matter, then I expect it to be totally exact. And so help me know it's not totally exact. Well, one thing is that everybody kind of has their own opinion. And, um, you know, it's a constitutional republic, not democracy. Um, It's actually, when you're talking about the federal constitution, it's actually a democratic republic. See, the federal government is a democracy because the federal government was created to, so that we could have a unified system of trade among all of the states. And, And since one state can't just act like a republic and go off on their own and do their own thing, then it has to be a democracy where the 51 beats the 49, and that's how we trade with the rest of the world. But in that constitution, in Article 4, it guarantees every single state a Republican form of government. And a Republican form of government is basically where you can not consent to being governed and you can govern yourself without any interference from the government of the state or the, the federal government. So that's where we come in with the mask issue in Virginia. Uh, Yes. Yes. Is that in our state, it's not a majority rule. It's a Republican. Yes. You you have the right to exercise the Republican form of government. But for you to exercise a Republican form of government, the honorable thing to do would be to write your attorney general and the attorney general of the United States and to tell them that all of your elected officials are fired and that you you got it. You got this. You can you can handle your own affairs. You can govern yourself. And if they wish to institute some sort sort of statutory instrument, otherwise known as a contract, upon your persons, that they can contact you right here, and y'all can talk about it. I watched that many of yours. Thank you. Yes. Okay. We have to fire our representative first. Yeah, I mean, if you voted, then you should fire your representative. If you have never voted in your life, then you should just write to them and tell them that you don't wish to, you know, be a part of their government, be a part of their society, and that, you know, you can take care of yourself. 
Yeah, and having a having a current voters card kind of um, you might want to consider sending that in if you're interested in doing that. You can send it in and get get a written uh, a written reply that uh, that's that says that you've been taken off the you know the the voters registration. Okay. So, I mean, and I don't know how much you've been listening to us, but, you know, the right to vote is the right of suffrage. And when you're exercising the right of suffrage, then you have the right to suffer. And suffer basically means that you're going through something very unpleasant and you could do something about it, but you don't. Yeah. Okay. And that's one thing I just wanted to yeah. add there is, you know, I hear, I hear, um, you know, like people like Pelosi and 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 whatnot. On sometimes she'll say like, "Oh, you know, this is our this is our a threat to our democracy." You know, and then people get mad at her for saying that. It's like it's not a democracy, but like you said, JC, just now, you know, the federal government is actually the a democracy as opposed to the Republican states. Yeah, well, and I mean, Let me ask pretty much. Pretty much all states have abolished their form of Republican government and replaced it with a democracy. But when they joined the United States in the compact of the United States Constitution, they have to guarantee a Republican form of government to everybody who wishes to exercise it. So even though the state's a democratic state, it still has to guarantee you a Republican form of government mm -hmm. if you wish to exercise it. All right. It's so all when we look at something that. Go ahead, sorry. I was just going to say it's all up to the individual to basically evoke it. Right. So this thing that says the only thing that makes an unlawful act legal is compliance. Isn't that not true too? Isn't it? I mean, it's unlawful if it's wrong, right? But also legal is just really it's in the codes and statutes and stuff, right? Yeah, that should more or less be the only the only thing that makes an unlawful act lawful is compliance. Okay. But then it's not unlawful if people are complying. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, because when people are complying, they're contracting in. You know, when you start complying with the statutes, then you're contracting with the statutes. See, now, Tara... Okay. One one thing right above here where she says, we the people are the creators of servant government. I'm going to make a presumption here and say that she's she's saying we, the we the people from the Constitution of the United States. That's where she, that's what she's referring to, I think, um, which would be, I guess, in my opinion, a mistake because that that we the people, you know, Sean's gone gone over that and shown in the preamble that the, that the people was a specific group. Right. Um, yep. Okay. And we don't have so, to stay on. I appreciate you guys. I, yeah, I don't, do you, I know enough to recognize some things as being maybe not, right, but I don't know enough yet to know exactly how it's not right. And, and so anyway, oh, I just, I like listening, but yeah. thank you. Can we, Hey, uh, Hey, JC, you see how at the bottom here it says if you're a public servant who swore an oath to uphold the Constitution of these United States, I, I see she's she's putting the small U and capitalizing the states. But um, 
I don't know. It just seems like because we've spoken about this before about how it's almost like trying to tell somebody else how they should apply their rules in their house. Is that is that kind of what's going on here with this? Maybe Sean, you can see what I'm talking about here. Yeah, I mean, Sorry, I was, you know, like, Sorry, I was muted. What what did you say? I was just seeing saying like at the bottom of this thing it says um, you know, she's talking about how if you're a public servant who swore to uphold the constitution of the United States and of the state of which you dwell, you have a moral and lawful obligation to stand against tyranny. Not doing so is treason. Like it's kind of like, is that not like trying to go into somebody else's house and tell them what they're supposed to do with their own laws? Well, absolutely. I mean, I mean, it kind of depends on the application, but you know, it's a, it's a, it's an office that they're swearing an oath to. So it's in commerce. So once again, like the last show. Um, they're policy enforcers. That's what they are. They're code enforcement officers. If you actually look them up on Manta.com, and if somebody can post that, because I'm just on the phone, Manta.com is a website that has all the listings for all businesses in the United, in the landmass known as the United States of America. And when you go to that, like you can put in your local sheriff's department, it's going to come back a privately held com company in the county, whatever it's at, and they'll say the sheriff is a manager, he has so many employees. Um, police departments actually have a pr private security officer. So a municipality, they're technically what you understand or what people understand of as police officers, technically a private security force that has jurisdiction on the property of the municipality that they work for. Now their venue maybe the incorporated limits in corporate, right? So you have all these people who agree to be in corporate and then they pay a tribute through property tax and then they get services, right? So it's all in commerce. So when they swear that oath, I mean, cops enforce, they don't write law. So, you know, they can't really, I mean, what's tyranny? I mean, cops aren't even but, attorneys. And the other thing about and the other thing about upholding the Constitution and the oath of the Constitution, it's like okay, but ninety five percent of the time, uh, when people are are saying that their rights are getting trampled on, they're doing so in their fictional corporate capacity. You know, i.e., their social security number, birth certificate, driver's license, uh, and of course, the state can govern that however they wish. There, there are no rights for corporate fictions. The uh, fiction, fictional persons don't have rights. So it's only when you start stepping outside of that and acting as man or woman where you're really um, coming up against uh are they breaking the law or not hey jc since we got a couple new callers on here i'd like to read something uh listen listen especially in relevance to what she just said listen listen to this uh excerpt from a case it's called the city of dallas versus mitchell it's a 1922 case it says or reads the right of the individual are not derived from governmental agencies either municipal 
state or federal, or even from the Constitution. They exist inherently in every man by the endowment of the Creator, and that echoes your, the, their Declaration of Independence, and are merely reaffirmed in the Constitution and restricted only to the extent that they have been voluntarily surrendered by the citizenship to the agency of government. So the moment that the police officer or a business or a church or somebody like that wants citizenship in that particular political subdivision, i.e. working for the state or working for the federal government, being a police officer, being a business license holder, um, you're surrendering all your rights for duties, obligations, and privileges according to that society. So you, you technically join a cult, sure, it's a cult, it's a culture, and that's what people do. And they have their own common law or their own rules and regulations that is for governing their society, and they all agree on that. So, so Sean, I think that um, – thanks for reading that again. I think we I did hear that last week, too. The, um, but that's where Northam in Virginia is hanging people up, right, is their business license holders – and so he doesn't have to enforce it if they've, uh, you know, contracted into being a, a, a business license holder and he controls the rules then of that, they can then take your license if you don't make people wear masks and stuff like that, right? Yep. Or you could send it back and tell them, no, thank <laughs> right. you. I'm just right. going to make right. waffles for all my friends. But see, that's, right. people don't even think that way. They're like, please. Please let us be free. No, man, freedom yeah. is something you do. <laughs> it's not something you ask for. It's something you do. Right. So it's kind of like yeah, it's kind of like it's crazy. It's kind of like you've signed up to be a member of this club, and then the club writes all these rules, and then and then you're and then you're like sitting in the clubhouse, you know, getting mad about the rules of the club, and it's like, well, you can just quit and, and 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 give up your membership and and you know go down the street and then do your own thing you don't have to be i mean that manta stuff is pretty interesting i mean dunn and dunn and bradstreet also kind of had that same thing sean and i remember looking up geez it must have been 10 years ago i was looking up the library i was looking up the police local police department i was looking up all kinds of stuff and it was all corporations it's all corporations. Yeah, the United States. The United States comes back as United States Four Corp. Yeah, no, and no. it's it's really interesting because having helped people actually file common law actions, um, when you go and file a common law action, it was, it was really funny. I was helping this one individual, and uh, she had her credit card, and they would not take the credit card for payment of filing. They would only take cash. And the reason why they would only take cash was because it was not the corporate side of the court. It was not the corporate side of the court that you see on Dun and Bradstreet. It was actually in law, common law action, and they could not take a credit card for consideration because it's credit. The corporate of America. So, so one well, last thing, well, sorry, okay. about the masks, this duly qualified thing you said, to be convicted of a crime, it has to be illegal and unlawful. I get how the businesses are being pegged right now. If they've got a license and 
they, Northam says you have to have masks or you're going to revoke your license or something. I get how they're stuck. We, um, who are just being, well, I'm not officially a man. I mean, okay. I am a man or woman, but I'm not officially acting as that yet. I'm still living as a fiction right now. But if I go out and I don't want to wear my mask and I'm approached, I guess what am I, is it, it's not unlawful to not have a mask on clearly. But it might, and it's not officially illegal, I guess, because they haven't passed a law. It's just a mandate that's like an executive order. I, do we have any leg to stand on at all with that? Do I have to be duly qualified to be convicted of not having a mask on? I, I mean, I don't even know if we would go there, but I'm trying to untangle it, and that might just be a stupid question. I don't know. Well, I mean, yeah, to be convicted of of some type of something in court it would have to be duly qualified and you're absolutely correct it's not even illegal yet because the legislature hasn't written a law and different states supreme courts are interpreting this whole situation differently for instance up in michigan the supreme court of michigan absolutely upheld that the governor had the right to make the mandate um, and the executive order that the governor of Michigan made, whereas over in Wisconsin, the Supreme Court of Wisconsin um, said that the governor did not have that authority. Of course, the Supreme Court of Wisconsin, uh, the action went to the Supreme Court by the legislatures, like the legislatures actually got together and sued the governor and said that the governor didn't have that right to exercise because they had not passed the law conveying um, the discretion for the governor to do that. And in Michigan, it was just a bunch of upset citizens and there wasn't anybody within their society that had any status. So, uh, but when it comes down to it, when you get approached on the side of the road or in public or somewhere around town by an officer for not wearing a mask, um, you know, I, I've heard a cop say, uh, no matter how much law and justice there are in the courtrooms, it won't ever amount to the law and justice at the end of a nightstick on the side of an officer's, you know, belt or whatever, something close to that effect. So, you know, just remember that, you know, the guy up in, um, yeah, where was that? Where the guy got killed? Minnesota or something. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it, it's like, there's a time, and I think everybody should stand up for their rights, but at the same time, you also have to think about your safety, and that's just a decision that you're going to have to make whenever you're in that situation. Yeah, the mask isn't one that I'm willing to die on at all. Like that's not the hill, but the vaccine maybe. But the um, the trying it's it's a good example of something that's totally easy to discuss, kind of like raw milk, right? Like unlawful. It's for me that's an easy. Clearly, it's not unlawful, you know. But and and here's the thing: is is now that you bring up the raw milk, I mean, I remember it was back in like 2012 or 2013 when the FDA basically said nobody can sell raw milk anymore, and they started going around the country and raiding food co-ops where they had private co-ops of people and they had their own non-GMO foods, they had their own raw organic milk, their own organic beef and stuff, and they started raiding. And when the public just kind of sat to the side and didn't really throw a fuss about it, it just showed them that they could do things more like that. 
You know, it just showed them that they could take it a step further. It just showed them they could take it a step further. And now look where we're at, you know, right. and now people are starting to be like, whoa, where'd all my rights go? Well, you haven't had rights for a long time. I mean, at the beginning of this year, I, you know, basically saw a judge declare in open court that a man was a slave. Right. Jason. What's raw milk? Hello. Oh, raw, raw milk, milk is unpasteurized. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. My fault. Go ahead, 407. I'd like to interject here that the uh, articles that I read today said that the police would not be brought in to. Um, to take care of this issue as far as people wearing face masks in public or in buildings is basically what they're saying. If you go right. into a building anywhere, he's going to have the health department do this. It, it's not a law enforcement issue. It's the health department, and they will get the businesses, the excuse they will get to close them down won't be that it's illegal, but that it's a health hazard and i would say they would hold you to that to that same label you know being a health hazard they did not say what would happen to private citizens who didn't wear the mask but they said any businesses that let you in without one would be shut down because they're a health hazard and I guess that they figured that's enough to scare everybody into doing it. Well, and it, and it will. I mean, that's yeah. kind of the debate yeah. I'm having on on a Facebook page with some buddies of mine. One of them is a professor. He's actually a really nice guy. But he's like, well, what's the big deal for a mask? I just, you know, it's just being courteous and nice. Okay, a mask. Then it'll be the vaccine. Then it'll be stand here. Then it'll be stand there. Then it'll be, Mark, hey, do you see this neat shower head we got in this building? I mean, it's it's just a matter of time. I mean, they're not going to stop. Yep. You know, I mean, I mean, rapists don't stop. They just keep raping you to, until you stop them. But, I mean, I, you can see the anger building. I mean, just like Minnesota, I am thankful that so many people came out pissed off about that quickly. Yeah. And that that's goes what it's on far take. too often. Well, it's like this. If you go tell somebody who has 100 people with guns, hey, man, stop, don't, don't mess with me, he's going to laugh at you. What happens if you take 50,000 people to that one guy who has 100 men with guns and you say, hey, would you kindly leave us alone? I bet he says, yeah, that's no problem at all. Didn't know I was bothering you. <laughs> Shoot, that has been a mistake. What do you mean? What now, happened? Anyways, Brandon now, has his hand up, so Brandon is about to join the conversation. Brandon, you are joining the conversation. Bailey. Hello? Bailey. All right, well, until Brandon decides hey, to hey, speak hey. up, yeah. Yeah, I want to say something real quick. The other interesting thing to think about is think about it like this, and this, since we're talking about Virginia, 
let's just talk about Virginia. And then that lady from the 540 number can ask her next question. But think about something. The governor can mandate to his employees that work under him at his pleasure, right? State patrol, people he appoints to office, the people he governs, right? He can tell them, and they have to follow a mandate. But does a mandate apply to you, to a man and woman? The answer is no. Just like his little gun things, they they only apply to a Virginia person or citizen. But if you don't wish to be a citizen, it doesn't apply to you. As long as you do no harm to anybody, can't cause any harm. So in other words, he's not really telling man and woman what to do. He's just telling those that are his what to do, and all the people think they're his, so they're marching right in tune, and they're basically doing it to themselves. Well, the the people don't understand what their rights are and what the words mean. And they don't understand what venue and jurisdiction mean, because if they understood jurisdiction, they would have caught when he said, you can't carry firearms on capital property. You know what I'm saying? You know, they can. They can govern the Capitol. They can't govern your yard or your person if you're not theirs. It's just a trick. It's that slave language. It's dog Latin. That's what, you know. Well, everybody's everybody's been conditioned to think that if they live on the the landmass that's known as Virginia, that they are a citizen. They don't know yep. that they they don't know that they have a choice and that they can govern themselves outside of the jurisdiction of those people that are following those rules. Mm-hmm. That's right. And then we have like Dershowitz saying that you're know, just priming people even more ahead of time that the state does have the right to do this stuff. Absolutely. And he's a constitutional expert and people are all listening to experts right now. And it makes it seem even more like there isn't even another option to even pursue or look into unless, you know, unless you hear it somewhere else. They're certainly not going to tell you. Yeah, what is it? What is it with the uh, constitutional experts anyway? Well, it's kind of like the, the health experts. Everybody wants an expert to listen to. Somebody was showing me a thing about from an expert, from a medical expert, about why there's mercury in a vaccine. And and I just looked at them and I said, well, I'll go and pull up, you know, 20 videos from experts telling you that smoke and tobacco is good for you from the late 1960s to the mid-1970s. Does, does that make it so? You know? I mean, it's really just that simple. Yep. That was a great example. Your mom and dad told you Santa Claus was real too. How'd that work out? <laughs> so, uh, five five four zero. You had a question that you wanted to ask, and after that, I'm going to try unmuting Brandon again. It looks like he has his hand back up. Maybe not. Five four zero. You still there? Yeah, I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can now. Okay, I forgot I had myself muted because my kids are running around the house like wild animals. Um, I was actually wondering just now what um, Brandon was saying about uh, the on Capitol Hill thing. 
no guns on Capitol Hill. Or I'm sorry, on Capitol grounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sean was saying that. Yeah, so uh, what what was the catch with that? Well, think about it like this. I'll show you the difference between venue and jurisdiction, okay? Do you, uh -huh. uh, do you live in a county? Or a, do you live in, in the county, but do you live in the municipality or just in the county? Just in the county. Okay. So when they come, if, if they were to come to your house, what would they have to have to come on your property? A warrant. Mm-hmm. Now, your driveway, when they pave that road in front of your driveway, do they pave your driveway? Nope. How come? <laughs> because it's mine. That's right. Because they don't have jurisdiction. Now, <clears throat> they have venue. In other words, if you do harm, they have a they they then gain jurisdiction by your actions. Or if you consent, like they can come to your property and say, Can we come on? You can go, Yeah. But either through your actions, inactions, or uh you know, by doing wrong or something, that you know, they that's the only way they can come. If you if you it's not their jurisdiction, just their venue. So what is Virginia? State. Okay, and what's the state? Um, I don't know what you're looking for here. It's well, the mind, just, man. Just, what? State is just a con. A state is just a construct. It's just something like you know. JC and I sat down and said, "Hey, let's do the show," and now it's that. But it's not real. Like you could never really call and talk to somebody named Virginia oh, yeah, in that capacity. You got it? So, like, yeah. now these representatives represent Virginia. In other words, they're kind of speaking for Virginia. So Virginia is really a fiction. So it's on a file cabinet. It's just a legal entity. It, it, it's, you know, it's in the second dimension. It's technically not duly qualified in that way as a corporation because it's not alive. It can't. It can't do anything without taking from something else. So Virginia is just on a, in a file cabinet somewhere on record, and it owns some property. It has some properties, and those properties are its jurisdiction, and then it has certain venues, but then it also has things that it can't, can't do in law. So, you know, the governor, Capitol Grounds, the governor's house, yada, yada, he does have jurisdiction control there, but he doesn't have it over you unless you consent to it. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. So the way he worded it was that you couldn't have guns on Capitol grounds. Yeah, that was, that was what, what I remember seeing when they went up there to do the protest. Okay. Um, well, one of my other question was, um, so we have a 10 by 10 walk-in vault in our basement with guns, like for our guns. Um, is there like anything that you could put, that we could put on there, like on the vault door or or whatever to 
I guess, like kind of like a notice of liability for anyone who would enter it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I would put yeah. it on your door. You mean the door to my house? Oh yeah. So, like, I would have what your would you clearly marked? What would you say? Private property, no trespass. It just can be that simple. Well, People could. do it all the time. I think they more. saw those signs down yeah. at uh, Lowe's or Home Depot. Yep, no trespass. Not no trespassing, but no trespass. And, I mean, if you really wanted to do it better, if you wanted to word it, I mean, you could literally write a document and go record it at the recorder's office, the courthouse. Yeah, see, I just don't, like, know this enough to know what to put in it that would make it, you know, sound. <laughs> Whose document is it? I'm sorry, what did you ask me? Whose document is it? Is it your document? Yeah. All right, who gets to interpret that document? Me? Exactly, bingo. So just write it the best way it sounds good to you. Yeah, don't use any legalese stuff. Say... I mean, you could write something and say, y'all stay off my land unless I give you consent. And don't <laughs> use all capitalized words. Okay. Well, okay. I mean, so, you know what you know what y'all, y'all, y'all's everybody. <laughs> we know oh, I know y'all. <laughs> but I mean, he's right. I mean, it's not up to the, you don't, you know exactly what it means. They have to learn it. That What, what do they always say? Ignorance of the law is no excuse. That's your law, isn't it? Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's what freedom is. <laughs> Do y'all have anyone simple. that you would recommend who's like um, on YouTube that I could watch? Other than Carl Wentz, I do know about him. <laughs> I'm sorry, well, I yeah, I mean, go go watch Just Conspiracy <laughs> and News Humor. Watch what? Watch Just Conspiracy and News Humor. And I put the link up to the Common Law channel. Uh, yeah, 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 that's, that's the, yeah. Oh, that's y'all, okay. Well, that's John. And then plus on Facebook, there's a Common Law Shamanism page. There's some I'm videos on that on one. There and John. Yeah. There's yeah, I'm on that. Over that. Okay. Just, he just Humor, oh no, Just Conspiracy and News Humor. Yep. There you go. Okay. I think somebody said they were going to put it up in the chat. Somebody already put up news humor earlier in the chat. Yeah, I okay. put up news humor. All right, thanks. Y'all well, yeah, can, um, hey, can hey. mute me and bring the other guy back in if you want, but that was what I just hey, wanted to ask. Hey, real quick, real quick, uh -huh. you can also go on Craig Lynch's page. <clears throat> I think he has about 13 or 14 episodes of uh, breakdowns of subject matter on our show. So it's a YouTube, just put in JC and Shaman, and you'll find it. Okay. I'll post them up in the uh, in the Facebook group. And, um, yeah, that's a really good series, uh, Sean, the 1 through 13 there. Yeah, there's some good, good stuff in there, really good stuff. All right, well, I'm going to try and unmute Brandon again. So. Okay, hey, thank you. Hey, Brandon, are you there? You're welcome. Uh, Thanks for coming out. We can yeah. hear you now. Hey All right.
like, no, I pulled into my house as soon as I uh, got home and it switched over to my mo or from my mobile and I lost it as soon as you unmuted me. All right, so I just had a couple questions. Um, well, actually, you answered one with her on the document. Um, that was one thing I've been having trouble with, like trying to figure out about documents and how to fill those out for purposes. Um, but I was wondering, like, I guess I've just really started to get into all this stuff and like looking into all this. And I really started following like the Constitution man, Carl Miller. Um, I looked about that a lot and was doing some investigating into that. And then I had found your guys' page. Actually, uh, JD kind of was helping me out a little bit. I guess I just, the whole thing of it, it just, it's hard to understand when I've been in this mindset of like the legal and law and all that, of how does all this stuff work and a purpose like actually going to court like actually if they do come and arrest you and you do have to go to court for certain things well if you do have to go to court then you better know what you believe better know what you believe okay Uh, Uh, yeah because if you start second guessing yourself in front of the judge they'll smell the fear and as soon as they smell that fear you're probably going to hand over jurisdiction doesn't matter how yeah. good your paperwork is or whatever. All right, yeah. Um, I guess that was one of my questions because, like, big paperwork was actually one of my big questions because I've been looking up, and I guess with her question on other people that you could watch and whatnot, but I was watching you guys. been watching your YouTube channel for a little bit. I think I got through about two or three two dozen of the videos and actually it's helped me a lot with stuff and reading about it um and i also had another hello can you hear me uh yeah we lost you for a second hello okay my bad i'm cutting in and out um when you guys were talking about the michigan thing i had cut out of damn it but I was wondering, do you guys, in the Michigan case where they said the Supreme Court said it, it was lawful what she did, I also read an article, though, that they said it was in the language and that if the language was changed, there was a possibility. So whoever filed or did whatever they did for that, I believe that they just didn't do it correctly. I guess so. Well, I mean, I, I I'll give you I'll give you my interpretation, and I've I've read uh, the opinion of the um, Supreme Court of Michigan. I've also read the opinion of the Supreme Court of Wisconsin. I'll give you my interpretation of it, and that is, in Michigan, you have citizens filing against the governor in their capacity as citizens, which the government the governor absolutely has jurisdiction over. Okay, the governor, just like we've been talking about here on this show tonight, the governor absolutely has citizen or uh, jurisdiction over his subjects. Okay, he absolutely has jurisdiction over people who have a business license. Um, whereas in Wisconsin, the, it was legislatures that got together and sued the governor, and the legislative, because of their status, 
they were not subject to the governor. They have a right constitutionally to write laws before they're enacted by the governor and enforced by the executive branch of government. So that's basically my very quick interpretation and analysis on the difference of what's going on between those two cases. Ah, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I guess so. My so last if the people. Was- Oh, sorry, if the people in, in Michigan would have not hired an attorney, not petitioned the court, if they would have gone in in their capacity as a man or a woman with an action at common law, maybe it would have gone differently. But, you know, I don't think so because the courts just aren't going to hear anything like that right now. You know, so but yeah. that would be the correct way of doing it. What was your next question? Um, that piece, the Hello, I, I don't know what happened, man, but your voice got all muddled and it's can impossible to hear. We can hear you now. Can you hear me now? You just got right. Verizon, um, huh? Uh, I actually have cricket, so it's awful. Um, but anyway, Shaman was talking about that 1927 case that the Supreme Court, I think it was 1927 he talked about earlier. I was just wondering if you guys could post a link for that or something up in the group. Yeah, I mean, I I can't because I don't have it on hand, but I'm sure someone... Um, which one, which one, Brandon? The one that basically said that the citizens got all the rights city to the of Constitution. Dallas. Yes. It's the city of... Yeah. Are you are you City on of Facebook? Facebook? Brandon, are you on Facebook? Yeah, I'm on Facebook. Do me a favor, look up common law shamanism because I have that document on that page already. Okay. Hey, it's I'm the city of Dallas Barso. And if you have a and if you have a hard time finding it, then I'll repost just that actually that's the Baron versus the City of Baltimore. I'll post that City of Dallas case. Um, in a little while after I get my computer booted up, I'll put it up. Hey, is that oh, yeah, no problem. City no of problem. Dallas versus uh, Mitchell. Yeah, it's a nineteen twenty-two case. Out of uh, yeah, and the the excerpt. Um, I mean, I could send you a picture of it, JC. No, nah, I got, I, I got it. I mean, I could probably look it up now that I actually heard and got it in my head what you guys what the date was and everything um now my i guess i have one more question for JC. um i was told you're the law library guy um is because my local law libraries are all closed until the pandemic's over so i'm kind of wondering like a place online maybe i can find some books i'm looking for the american jurisprudence um, volume 16 and volume 16a, but it seems to have disappeared everywhere. Oh, why? Why are you looking for American jurisprudence? Going back to the Carl Miller thing, like I know he was big on that, and I just want to read everything and get a whole full concept of everything. I guess in the end, is really with my standpoint on everything. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know of a good place to find American jurisprudence online. I have seen 
um, Corpus Juris Secundum, maybe like from the 1950s, posted up yeah. in Google Books. I don't know if it's still up there because Google has been taking down a lot of stuff. Um, so, uh, you know, like in, until you can get back into a law library and, and when you can, I mean, if you go down to your local courthouse, they should have a law library accessible. And at the very least, they should have um, Westlaw that you can access through a computer. And if you can access Westlaw through a computer, then you can get uh, to the recent publications of uh, American Jurisprudence and Corpus Juris Secundum. So you can look up case law on the internet, but you pretty much have to know what you're looking for. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Hey, John, is yeah. 540 still on the call? Uh, yeah, they're still on the call. All right, she can hear me then probably. Just yeah. if met, do me a favor and send me a message on Facebook so I can send you some information, if you don't mind. Okay. You'll, you'll see me on there. Do you know who I am on that page? Um, can you all hear me? Yeah. Yeah, we can hear okay. you. Okay. Okay. Um, are you – is this Sean? It is. Okay, yes. Okay. Just send me a message and I'll I'll get you some information that'll help on some of the uh, a little deeper on some of the stuff that you're asking about. Okay, thank you. I'll no I'll send you a message here in just a little bit. Well, does anybody else have any questions? I, for one, would like to go back in time and slap the first person that ever said, just pay it. <laughs> yeah. Pay it. Yeah, it's easier, right? Hey, Sean, can I, this is, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Tara. I was going to say, Sean, can I do the same thing as 540 and get a little bit more from you? Yeah, yeah, no problem at all. All right, and then the other thing, so I'm going to go try to find the series 1 through 13 on YouTube. I think... JD and I were talking on Telegram for a second, and he mentioned this thing that was like, I'm in this place where I've got 3D and 2D and legal and lawful and a person and a citizen and jurisdiction and you know, and I'm and because I'm still too new, it's all kind of muddled, um, and I'm I'm trying to get there. But I think another thing, I don't know if this exists in that series or somewhere else, but be I. Sorry, I mean, you can tell I'm just totally confused a little bit, but trying to even think how to explain this. But when when we want to exit, and I don't want to exit until I fully know what I believe and who I am and all of that, I get that. But I don't even know what the path looks like. Are you firing your representatives first and then 
doing other stuff or is there even a path? Does everybody have their own idea about what that path should be? Because I haven't seen anything like that. I'm mostly just using you guys and what I find from you all's different bits and pieces out there to try to put the picture together. But I'm so glad you're a, asking that. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same place as you in some ways. Yeah, I, I like yeah. the things you ask. Too. I was literally thinking that earlier, like wondering what the path to that would be. So I'm glad you asked. Are you meaning uh, like it's well, I mean, everybody has their own belief and in like the creator or in ways they should govern themselves you know some people don't want to wear shoes some people believe in metaphysics some people believe in Christianity I mean pretty much as if I'm understanding what you're asking you know you basically have to see if what you believe in your heart is the right thing aligns with what you're you're actually doing in your life you know like uh, and like okay the the people who protested the guns I mean they keep supporting the pimp instead of just carrying the gun. I mean, why would they, you see what I'm saying? They keep getting drawn back in. So yeah. apparently the way they're acting is not aligning with the way they believe, but yet they, they're too, I don't, I don't know where the disconnect is. Um, fear, maybe uh, confusion, maybe a little both. But Both. either way, you see, yeah. there's yeah, you see how there's there's something rubbing there. Like, well, man, I know I can carry this gun. So, well, why can't I carry this gun? Well, because I said, well, I don't like that. Well, too bad. <laughs> it's like, who's on first? What's on second? I don't know who's on third. And it's this vicious circle. When in reality, it's I think I'm going to get a glass of water out of my refrigerator, and you just go do it. As long as you don't cause harm to your fellow man or breach the peace in a way that you know you're you're caught, could cause serious bodily injury or you know your rights end where another man or woman's rights begin. That's basically the best way to look at it. So I think so you have that, to figure out. Sorry, there's a little bit of a latency for me. There is for everybody. I've, that's why I keep stepping on other people too. I, that absolutely makes sense to me. I think where my fear and confusion comes in is not fully understanding yet where I've contracted and didn't even realize I contracted, how I can trap myself by somebody, uh, you know, I've got my glass of water and I know I have a lawful right to have my glass of water. I'm not hurting anybody. But then they say, and are you Mrs. Tara Fesson? You know, or whatever, oh, there's my name. But, um, you know, and then I say yes. Oh, and a resident of Virginia. And then I say yes. And crap, now I just screwed myself and I didn't even know it. I, I feel like all of that kind of has to be untangled for me a little bit. And I don't know, is it just time? Oh, it does. And, more and listening no, it more? Does. It absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, it's all the above. I mean, you, uh, you know, some people get it much faster than other people. Oddly enough, the people who have the most college degrees have the hardest time getting it. Uh, JC and I are both high school dropouts. I mean, we dropped out, like, mm -hmm. but we got it pretty quick, and that's because we kind of grew up on the street. 
Um, I mean, not that both of us weren't confused for a time, because obviously you were. Hell, I was a cop for 10 years. I mean, I was pretty confused. <laughs> but, you know, you get you get to a point where uh, I think what it is is you kind of discover yourself. And hopefully that's what's going on around the country right now. But what's going to happen is you're going to start realizing that you're really kind of, you know, not you, you's ambiguous. The person who's looking for this, the man or woman, is not being true to themselves. And that's why there's a disconnect. It's a deep in their heart they know that they should be doing this, but maybe because you want a benefit or because they want uh, this or that or whatever that is, they're afraid to let let it go. Or they think that they can't let it go. Like, oh, man, you know, I'm I'm the tar baby now. And, you know, and then some of it is laziness because they didn't, learn the language they're speaking or uh, they didn't pay enough attention. They were too busy doing whatever it is they were doing. And we're all guilty of that. I mean, you know, but I think it's just something that people kind of grow into. And I do. I mean, I think you have to hear it and you have to digest it. And then I think you need to weigh in the balance of what's being said and verify it and then see if it fits into the filter, whatever your filter is. Right. of your belief and if it you know and then you know, you'll be surprised um when it does really register it will be a funny moment and somebody told me that once and i don't feel like giving them credit tonight so it's not my one time that i was like man what what the hell does it mean to be man like what are you talking about and he said look man when you get it, you're going to laugh, as I did. And, and it really does become so acutely simple. Like it just, it'll just run off you and you'll just be like, that was almost anticlimactic. Because it's just like you knew it all along. You were just kind of afraid to face it, maybe. No, I appreciate the simplicity that you guys bring to it, too. As I'm yeah, trying to... It. Hey, Brandon, you, you have been unmuted this whole time, um, but you've had your hand up for a minute, so if you wanted to say something. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. All right. Um, I guess I just wanted to put in, because I drew a complete blank while you uh, had asked me about the American jurisprudence thing. That specific volume, those two volumes are conflict of law to constitution law. That's why I was looking for those specific volumes. Well, American but jurisprudence, all... like American jurisprudence is basically just how you uh, create forms. You know, American jur jurisprudence is basically kind of like a guide on how an attorney creates his own forms. So that that's more or less uh, you're you're not gonna learn a whole lot about the conflict of law. You would want to look in conflict of laws under corpus juris secundum. Corpus juris secundum. Okay. All right. So and um, do what? Sorry. Uh, there are two people talking, so I ain't hear either one. 
Could somebody uh, define what? To put in. Okay. Non-void of law. I don't understand that term. Non-void of law? Yes. Uh, where did you hear that? I thought I uh, read it or heard it somewhere um, several times that, um, you know, if uh, maybe in the Constitution where they say, uh, you know, any, any portion of any law that steps on the Constitution is non-void of law. Okay. I suppose I couldn't get. I, think I, I mean, I think maybe you're trying to say is anything repugnant to the Constitution is void. Okay. Makes sense. I mean, again, this is where I think a lot of people don't quite understand um, how they do all of these things constitutionally, and that is. You know, when you step in to be an officer of the government, when you contract to be an officer of the government or hold office um, with the government, like, you know, when Obama was leaving office, he he came right out and said, I couldn't believe he said it, but he said, you know, the highest, the most important office of the land isn't uh, president or prime minister. The most important office of this land is citizen of the United States. Um, so when you step into that person and you represent it and you become a fiction of the law, there is nothing that's unconstitutional, especially if the state legislature got together and agreed with themselves and passed some sort of statute to, to govern you by. See, that's where I think a lot of people are missing the, uh, they're missing the, the picture there. Just what you what you just said, JC, is just like when you put it all together, you kind of see like, oh, okay, I was the one who contracted into the whole thing. Hey, Brandon, um, how long has it been since maybe you read the preface to the uh, or the preamp the preamble to the declaration? Well, Brandon muted himself out. I think that's. 330 that was just talking a second ago. Oh, oh, sorry. I did. Anyway, if you'll read the, the, the beginning of that document, and it's not really to validate our belief, but it kind of gives a picture of what was really self-evident back then when people had a better understanding of law and rights, then you'll see that the government derives just powers from the consent of the governed and that the other rights are self-evident. And, you know, basically they didn't really believe they needed to go into those because everybody kind of understood what they were doing, um, or at least a lot of people. And uh, it really just comes back down to people have to volunteer. There's no, I mean, that's even in the Constitution. It says, you know, who's who's bound by, I think, what is it, Article 1, Section 8, 17, John? I could be wrong on that. I get some of them backwards sometimes with mixed up with four and I don't know why but anyway it tells who the constitution's applicable to and it goes down it says judges and those who volunteer so it's it's you know it's voluntary people kind of contract themselves in through the citizenship and it goes back to that that whole deal <coughs> let me see here I've got 
Yeah, um, well, that's Article. Yeah, it is. It's Article One. Yeah, it's Article One Eight Seventeen and Article Four Three Section Two. Tells whoever you know who's under it, and then Article Five, and then there you go. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, we can. All right. Oh, cool. Uh, I uh. I actually have a pocketbook and I carry it around everywhere with me. I read it all the time. But um, I also got like a Boy Veer's Law Dictionary and a Black Law's Dictionary. And I've been reading through that and trying to figure out what some of all this stuff means. And there's obviously a lot of words that I thought I knew, but I don't know. But been an issue there. Interesting, I guess, so to say. But, um, yeah, I'll uh, look into that because, like I said, I've just I've got one in my pocket right now I can flip through and look at. But uh, that's all I wanted to input. Hey, I'm going to uh, put the first video up in the chat to what the Constitution reads. I couldn't find the playlist for that, but um, there's three videos to what the Constitution reads. The first one's mainly focused on the preamble. The second one kind of lines up the third one, and the third one's focused on the rights that the Constitution gives you, and I'm not talking about the Bill of Rights. Um, but, it, you know, for people who are kind of just getting started at this, you're going to have to watch the second video in order to understand the third one or even try to comprehend it. But I would suggest going through all three. It's about an hour altogether. Um, but that, that should kind of hopefully help explain, uh, what I'm talking about when I'm saying that, you know, when you choose to perform, um, the office of citizen, that that's where they get the authority to start writing statutes over your citizen person. Yeah, I've uh, actually watched those videos a couple of times, um, a couple of times cause I have short-term memory loss um can't really remember a whole lot of stuff but i gotta watch it multiple times and i start to remember things but well here here's a good way to explain it to tara and brandon i mean i don't know if tara ever smoked pot before but brandon did you smoke pot when you were a teenager yeah. Yeah, i started when i was 17 uh, all right. And did you, did your parents ever find out one day, like, you know, when you first started smoking pot, you're probably sneaking behind their back and you're like, oh, I can't get caught smoking pot. And then one day, you know, it might have been after you moved out of the house. But at some point in time, it was like your parents could have came out onto the back porch and you're just sitting there hitting a the ball and you're like, what you going to do? <laughs> right. You ever have that experience? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't All right. Well, that's clean my room out. <laughs> that's that's basic. That's basically the same thing. It's like you know when when you're doing this and everybody's brought up and it's like you can't speed, you can't get caught with pot, you know, you can't do this, you can't do that because the government has all of these statutes. And when you learn how to act like a man or like a woman, the basically when the government starts coming after you and catching you for smoking pot, you just look at them and you're like. And what I do, you know, like, okay, you caught me smoking pot. whoop de doo what I do wrong, you know? Uh, 
I think that that's a very good analogy to uh, to kind of learning what the law is. That definitely makes sense. That is my life in a nutshell. <laughs> So, anyways, it's about to be 11 o'clock, and I would just like to say and give out an appreciation to everybody who came out and participated in the call this evening. It has been an awesome call, and of course, without um, yes, participation and listeners, we wouldn't have a show to, to perform. So, thank you, everybody, for joining us here this evening, and I hope you will all come back next Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern for another episode absolutely have a good night everybody good to hear from everybody thanks a lot Hey, man, civics. Yes, Jesse. Uh, hey, brother, I feel really bad about not getting back to you yet. I've just been kind of busy. Well, you said even you even said that on the uh, same day I sent everything to you. You were, you, know, you were busy. You had stuff you wanted to work on. It was Memorial Day weekend. Like it's, I've waited this long. I can wait some time. Don't worry. <laughs> It's not uh, like yeah, I'm, on, I'm on trial tomorrow. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll go over that probably definitely before the weekend and and um, get back to you on it. Yep. I want you to have the holiday and enjoy time with your son. So don't worry about it. Uh, yep. Yeah, I just wanted to say something it's before fine. getting off the phone. <laughs> <laughs> so, no worries. But yeah, we'll we'll talk soon. Awesome. You have yourself a good night. Night, everyone. All right. You too, brother. All right. And with that, good night, everyone. And hopefully we'll see y'all all back here next week. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.